conjunction with Wakefield Jazz, a lovely little jazz club in Yorkshire. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for joining us. Sure. Um, uh, thank, I know we haven't planned anything for this, but let's see what happens. Mm. Uh, you're on a tour with Ian Shaw at the moment? Yes. Yeah, how's that going? It's good, yeah. yeah. We've, um, we made a lovely record just in time for uh, lockdown or meltdown or whatever mm. they call it now. Yeah, and, meltdown, um, I, like, I like that and, name. Uh, we recorded that from so, that one. So it kind of blew up on the launch pad, if you like. We, yeah. were, we were hoping to get out and, and play with it, but yeah. we've finally managed to find a run of dates together the, the record's called what's new without yeah. a question mark yeah um and uh is the removal of the question mark deliberate uh yeah ian didn't want the Sorry, question mark is, on there this like, is what's new yeah well, what's new cool um okay. and it's really uh it's a project that came out of us uh, ian has like a yearly residency at the picture express in dean street mm. and in a 10 day or one week stretch, he has a different friend or a different the configuration every night. And one of them was for me to come and play with Jamie uh, on piano and him. Mm-hmm. And then we did it a year later and we did it a year later. And it just was so open and lovely without bass and drums. Uh, it opens up a lot of space in the sound and in the arrangement mm. and the orientation. And uh, we decided to do a record and uh, um, we made a record of a lot of the songs that my father loved. Uh, my father died a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, we made a record of a lot of things that, some of which Ian knew, some of which he didn't know. Um, and it, it was a nice basis for sort of picking tunes that my parents had uh, fallen in love to, or they'd have been around oh, nice in thing. all my, you yeah. know. And uh, this is sort of very much a, a band. It's not like uh, a singer with backing musicians. It's mm. more of a, you know, a, more of a equal triangle type of band except it's never equal in terms of the listener because the the voice in rock in rock paper scissors the voice wins yeah <laughs> it trumps you know because it's yeah, the voice yeah that's what people come no to see, encryption suppose, is direct yeah. yeah brilliant um so you've i, I think i saw did, were you in leeds last year i think i saw you in leeds uh, yeah i think you were we may have been yeah brilliant yeah it was great so you got jamie sophia on yeah piano. And that's a lovely relationship you've all got it's great, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's nice. One car. Um, <laughs> Logistically nice and easy. It's really nice, yeah. yeah. It's really nice. And uh, uh, no no drums, no double bass, no funny business. It's like the most, pretty much the most... I think I've got more gear than the rest of them, actually. Just for my Yeah, I imagine you have. Yeah, Jamie doesn't need so. to bring anything tonight, does he? No. Piano. no. Ian's obviously sorted. Brilliant, nice. So, um, yeah. You've got... I've had a little look on your website. You've had sort of, so you've done loads of things on ECM, um, like food particularly interesting I know I've listened I haven't listened to that for years but um, it was one of my favourites with Thomas Stronin a while ago yeah um, we've done a three food albums for yeah. ECM and uh, June Tabor like yeah yeah with Quirkus uh, yes I, I've sent them a project recently I'm waiting to uh, waiting to hear back from them I've, yeah. I've, I've done a quite an interesting project to, to celebrate the um, 300 year anniversary of the publishing of the well-tempered clavier by okay, yeah. J.S. Bach yeah. and uh, so there's 24 improv pieces um, with Yuri Golubev from bass and yeah. uh, Thomas Stronin and Hugh Warren. So ah, how, how does that work then? Is, are, you, are you basing all the improvisations on the, just the on keys and themselves? No, just, just on keys. Right. So, so okay. it's a sort of deep dive into F major or yeah. 
if you're in the mood for F sharp minor, you listen to F sharp minor. If you want to, if you're a B kind of guy, yeah. you listen to B B major. Yeah. You know, depends where you feel. And it's really, yeah, it's really uh, exciting. I've been working on that for the last few months, and yeah. uh, um, I've started a new little project with Rob Luft, Connor Chaplin, Will mm. Glazer, and Hugh as well. Great. And that's coming to be uh, uh, performing at Cheltenham, mm-hmm. and that's called Fascinada. Mm-hmm which means spellbound or fascinated in mm-hmm. Portuguese. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, the, it's our doffing of hats to the music from Brazil, which we love so much, oh, nice. without trying to sort of uh, become an honorary practitioner. So, <laughs> yeah. But it's really, really nice, and they're yeah. wonderful to play with. So I bet. We've yeah, done I a thing saw for Connor many, and Will were playing with Tom Ollendorf yeah. recently. Yeah, with, uh, 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 with uh, Wendy. Uh, yeah. Ben, ben, ben Wendell, yeah. I mean. <laughs> And Wendy, yeah, cool. Uh, right, yeah, and your so your early influence track you've gone with um, Cedar Walton's version of Bolivia. Yes, uh, well, very briefly, when I was uh, nearly 14 uh, in the Easter half term, or no, the winter half term, um, my dad said, he, my dad played piano, he said, uh, I've got a, a gig, would you like to come along? And I thought I could maybe get half of beer or something, and uh, it turned out to be in somebody's front room in Woking. Right. And he just wanted me to come and operate the tape recorder. Uh, and they had a Ameri- young American double bassist who was on the Tonmeister course at Surrey University, uh, a drummer whose house it was, and uh, a lovely saxophone player called Brian Merritt, who I'm still in touch with. And uh, I sort of sat there for an hour or two and uh, wasn't bored, but I was just sort of teenager you know. And then yeah. after a while I started... They were playing Bolivia by Cedar Walton. Mm. Um, and then I started looking at the sax player and looking at the saxophone and thinking it was quite cool and liked the way he carried himself. And I just, in a, in a course of, uh, over the course of maybe four hours, I went from ambivalent to very interested. Right. It was a weird one. That, you know. was the, that was the, not many people can put it down to a sort of point like that. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah. no, it literally was. I mean, I, 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 was, my, I grew up with Dudley Moore records and Roman Kirk records and... Hmm. And my dad playing and adult parties downstairs with music going yeah. through the floorboards. And so stuff music like. had, al- had always been around, but yeah. it hadn't necessarily yeah. taken a show no, into it, it at that point. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't happen any other way unless yeah. you've got weird uncle, what's his name, who, who likes <laughs> yeah. that strange jazz music or yeah. <laughs> something. And um, anyway, so uh, this was a tune they were playing in that rehearsal. And then I got to hear the original. And it was one of the first tunes I, I learned. Um, subsequently, I met and became friends with George Coleman, who's the saxophone player on this. Uh, it's a great record. In fact, the whole record's brilliant, but yeah. um, amazing. I ended up with Ian Shaw at the Purcell Room playing this tune as well, mm-hmm. so it's connected very much yeah, to yeah. You know, my, my beginnings and yeah. actually playing it with the great man himself before he brilliant. died and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, what I like it so much about this is the... It's the fit between uh, Billy Higgins' feel on drums and Sam mm-hmm. Jones, who was a had a kind of front of the nose pushy kind of feel, and Billy um, Higgins, who just sort of sat straight on the beat, and Cedar Walton, quite virtuosic, and much. a nice vampy tune, but with some changes and wonderful tenor sax playing. Mm. So uh, I, I I have to put a lot. The light came on for me yeah. quite largely because of this tune and then this album. Were you playing the saxophone at all at that point? Or was no. that So you, did you have to go out and... 
No, I had to, to get to exchange of Mart or something, and, and all the yellow pages. And yeah. uh, my, my dad said, uh, I said, Dad, in a high voice, uh, I, want, I want to play saxophone. And he went, they're very expensive. And I said, well, I've got my paper round money. And he said, well, why didn't we get Brian round and uh, you can have a go on his one. And his wife and Brian could come round for dinner. And I right. managed to kind of, because it's quite an easy instrument to get a, something back mm. from. Um, and uh, that was that. And then eventually, Dad came home from work and he said, I said, right, I found this one here and it costs that much. And there's another one which is older and it needs new pads and this one costs that much. And and just sort of pushed the thing forward. And then... Um, and the rest is history. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even play a recorder or anything before yeah. that. But oh, that's nice. Yeah, we one. Well, good story. <laughs> no, it's great. Lovely, lovely story. Yeah, really nice to hear. It's all true. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm not going to research it, but I'm sure yeah. it is. <laughs> Thank you.
Um, and then you've gone with um, David Rees Williams. Right. Okay. There's this amazing man called David Rees Williams, yeah. who is an organist and pianist. He is classically trained. He grew up in Jersey. He's as Welsh as Welsh can be, except he isn't Welsh, if you know what I mean. Not really, but I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll he take looks your word Welsh, and his name is right. David Rees Williams. Cool. But he, yeah. but he's so he's a like a he. he Amazing. I first heard him in Bari in Italy mm-hmm. playing on a gig with some prog rock guys. And I just right. thought, who is this pianist? And then we got a chance to do a thing for BBC, a session. I can't remember what the name of the programme is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we went into Maida Vale and recorded everything from hymns to improvs and yeah. something with Hammond organ and some piano stuff and some Le- Celeste stuff. and. Right. And uh, gradually, I've started working with him. Uh, nobody knows about this guy. I mean, he's a genius. No, no, he's absolutely awesome uh, mm. improviser. I, I, you can twitch on a tap, and he can improvise a Bach mm. fugue. Wow! Uh, two pedals on the on the pedal board. Yeah, yeah. You know, like none of your left hand bass stuff on the organ. It's like he's amazing. And last weekend, we played in. Folkestone and Canterbury, uh, mm-hmm. we played for the Canterbury Music Club, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. or Society or whatever it's called, yeah. um, uh, in, in a hall, Kent University Hall, that was lovely. Um, he is somebody that I would like more people to know about. We will be mm-hmm. playing together in the future, we'll be re- recording okay. French organ music, but not verbatim, we, we, we'll use them as springboards and starting points for a looser rendition of some of this beautiful music by Caesar Frank and Jehan Alain and people like that. Oh, that sounds like a fascinating project. It's really, really yeah. nice. Um, and uh, anyway, he, he, he made an album with his trio. This is David Reese williams and it's called Full English, which yeah. is <laughs> it's a very, che- very cheesy name, uh, oh, you like could it. say. It's, it's quite funny. Yeah. And, um, and he did things like uh, Scarborough Fair and Nimrod and... Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah. what's it, um, Bobby Shafter and yeah. things like that. And some, you just got to hear it. It's a, so pick pick a tune you like. Okay, and I will do. Choose one. I'll look forward to listening to all mm. of that one. Is it is it sort of quite improvisation based? Then you sort of, is it arrangements like, and like improvisation using springboards to yeah. choose the springboards to go off into other things. Yeah, I mean it yeah. gives you a good insight into what he, he is capable of.
The last one we've gone for, uh, Ian, is your one I'm most interested in is the saxophone concerto, which has been written for you. Okay. Uh, Tell us so as much as you can about so it. So, well, uh, at a uh, music festival on the in the Highlands at Glenboroughdale, I met Gary Carpenter, who's a very well-respected composer. He lives on the Wirral. He teaches at Royal Academy in Royal North, and then uh, we got on like a house on fire. And the conversation that I had with him. I said, there's an elephant in the room. It's like everyone loves the tenor saxophone, but where's the classical <laughs> repertoire for it? And it does not belong in a classical saxophone quartet with a very muted, androgynous, unnoticeable role and mm-hmm. sound. And uh, at the end of the weekend, I said, you know, why are there no uh, so few concertos for tenor saxophone? He said, well, why don't I write you one? And I thought, oh yeah, right, pigs might fly, you know. <laughs> and uh, a couple of few months later, he said, so and so's going to commission it, they're going to do it. And then this music started arriving, right. and I thought, Ooh, uh, what wow, have I done it's now? A you thing. Know? Yeah, and uh, we, we premiered that at the Bridgewater Hall uh, in 2014 um, with the BBC Phil Philharmonic uh, Orchestra. Eight, 85 piece backing band, not bad, eh? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Right. Yeah, uh, imagine and, tonight it'll be largely the same. And then we did it again at the World Saxophone Congress in Strasbourg with the Strasbourg Phil. Yeah. And finally, it got recorded. This version that you're going to hear is by uh, myself and Clark Rundell conducting, and the Liverpool Philharmonic Orchestra called, recorded at the Philharmonic Hall in Liverpool in 2018. And uh, it's called Set. Set. And and that's uh, a sort of double entendre for the set of you know musicians play and also uh, um, the you know the TV set. Oh, okay. And so yeah. it's based on themes from um, old TV programs, not the actual themes, but uh, um, the idea of quotes from them. Or mm-hmm. not an like one of the idea. parts, one yeah. of the pieces is called "You're Never Alone," and another one is. Uh, and was that something? you talked to him about beforehand or did he no I mean I just said uh, I just told the aesthetics of the kind of pieces uh, of what I like and don't like about uh, you know the likes and dislikes or the preferences and um, uh, and he you know he wrote a five uh, five part 25 minute concerto and that's uh, that's available on the what an honour as well to yeah, have Yeah, oh yeah, no, like it's, it's a colossal, for, for I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. colossal, and, uh, um, yeah. Brilliant, thanks, Ian. That's it. Great. That's it for now. Thank you so much for doing yeah, <laughs> thanks right, for listening, yeah. everybody. Like and Welcome. subscribe. Welcome, yeah. <laughs> have a lovely gig tonight, well, uh, enjoy said, the rest yeah. of the tour, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Thank you. Yeah, Cheers. nice one, I'll see you, uh, see you later. You will do. Yeah, I'm to it.
Thank you. 